0: praise the lord greetings in the name of the lord this is holy lady t checking in on tonight and i am still safe sanctified and filled with the holy ghost and i am enjoying my life with jesus how about you glory to god i am still joyfully single god is great and he is still worthy to be praised on tonight, I wanted to finish a podcast that I have done um, on my um, anchor, and it's called I Am Worth It. It's titled I Am Worth It Ministries, but the actual title of the podcast is Right Look, Wrong Heart. And so I want to kind of continue what I talked about on that A podcast episode because a lot of times um, we can have the right look, but if our heart is not right, then God is not pleased with our service and certain things or certain jobs we cannot get because our heart is not right. And so I looked at David, I looked at David in the scriptures and this man was a man after God's own heart. He was a man after God's own heart. And so you'll be seeing me look at my phone if you're on, if you're looking at the YouTube. Um, but if you're listening, just keep on listening. Um, but I took a couple of notes about this because like this is really dear to my heart. This is really dear to my heart. Um, but on tonight I wanted to actually title this episode like are like do you have the right heart for the job? Because again. We can look the part, but if we don't have the right heart for the job, God is not gonna put us in these positions, whether spiritually or naturally. And just because you sometimes may see someone in a position, that do not mean that their heart is right. They might've put themselves there, the devil might've opened that door for them to be there, But that do not always mean that God's approval is on their life. And so when I went, you know, when I began to study David and look at this, I'm like, man, David, you know what? You are awesome. You are awesome. And so I'm going to give about five points that just discuss how, you know, like David was a man after God's own heart. But first, I'm going to read this scripture um, to show you that scripture says that David was a man after God's own heart. 1 Samuel 13, 14, but now your kingdom must end. He was talking about Saul, but now your kingdom must end for the Lord has sought out a man after his own heart. The Lord has already appointed him to be the leader of his people because you have not kept the Lord's commands. So God put allowed what God allowed Saul to become king. But since he just went on and did his own thing and he disobeyed the Lord, like he disobeyed the Lord, God rejected him. And he like, oh, no, I already have prepared another king. So that's a a point for us to get in our mind. Listen, listen, you are not that great in yourself that you cannot be replaced. All of us, all of us can be replaced place and so we ought to always stay humble before the lord because it's not about us but it's about god getting the glory so it was Saul. he just he went on just we go to samuel first samuel he he did this sacrifice and he's supposed to wait on the man of god to get there to do the sacrifice but the man of god i guess was taking too long so he went ahead and did the sacrifice and that's where you know, it's a scripture that's in the Old Testament say it's better like obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. So you sacrificing was not even I'm not honoring that because you're supposed to obey what I told you to do and how I told you to do it. And so anyway, God rejected Saul. And as this scripture tell you, he already had anointed someone else or he already had appointed. The Lord has already appointed him to be the leader of his people because you have not kept the Lord's commands. So that is how David is going to usher in and become the king later on. Not at this present moment in the Bible, but he will become king. Uh, First Samuel 16, 11, 13 says, and Samuel said unto Jesse, are there all thy children? And he said, there remaineth yet the youngest and behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, send and fetch for him. Y'all, this had really got me because I was like, OMG, because David's father, he allowed all the other sons to come past the man of God to see if they was a fit, like to be king, if they were supposed to be anointed to be king. But he never thought about David, David out in in the fields, tending to the sheep, but he never called David in. I'm like, my God my god this man was serving but you're gonna let all your all the elder brothers come past the man of god and leave david poor david out but guess what y'all oh glory to god i was like god this is awesome people might overlook you listen people might overlook you but god knows where you at god knows your name hallelujah glory to god so when it's your time Oh, God see you, he know where to find you and he will exalt you in due time, hallelujah. But we're gonna go on It said, and Samuel said unto Jesse, send and fetch him. He was saying, send and fetch for David for we will not sit down till he come hither. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and with of a beautiful countenance and goodly to look to. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he, the very one that his father didn't call in to go past the man of God, go over to God. That was the man that God had chosen and anointed and appointed to be king. Hallelujah! So it say, and the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brother, in the midst of his brother and glory to God, all the brethren that had came on by and came by in the midst of them, God, the, the prophet of God anointed David. So I'm telling y'all, don't worry about, don't worry about if you are getting overlooked, if people are pushing you aside when it's your time. God knows where you at. I'm going to say it again. God knows where you at. Hallelujah. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David. And from that day forward, from that day forward, excuse me. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. 1 Samuel 16, 11 through 13. So that scripture right there, that just encouraged me. I was like, woo, glory to God. And it's like David, David didn't even know what was going on. The scripture don't say nothing about David knew what was going on. He was just, woo, glory to God. He was just doing what he was supposed to do. He was in the right position, doing what he was supposed to be doing and god appointed and anointed him glory to god y'all see god has a plan glory god has a plan and a purpose for all of our lives and in the fullness of time he's gonna allow it to happen just like he did for david see see oh my glory what david was going through in the fields was hiked that on my seat was preparing him For the king, for his king position. Because kings are not just set up, you know, just say I'm king. No, kings are also servants. They have to have a heart glory to God for the people. So while David was out there in the sheepfold, he was getting his heart right. His heart was being prepared. Those qualities that he needed to have as a king was happening. Because you if you're a king, somebody got to be following you. So you gotta know how to lead. He was leading the sheep. So look, look, y'all, God knows what he's doing. God knows whatever situation you are in on tonight, God knows what he is doing. He is preparing you for the position that he wants you to fulfill. Just keep working in those fields, wherever you at, keep working. The situation may not seem like, oh, like so glamorous, but it doesn't matter because see, God is getting the glory in that situation you're in and he's preparing you hey my seat for a greater purpose hallelujah so we're gonna go on but i i want to go back up a couple of verses first samuel 16 and 7 but the Lord said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance. See, that's why I was saying about that right look. Look not on his countenance, because see, the, these older boys, they part was bigger than him, looked a certain way, but the Lord had told Samuel, look not on his countenance or on the height, see, or on the height of his stature because I have refused him. So if you read a a couple of verses up, you will see that he's saying like, I have refused this son, one of Jesse's sons that he was trying to anoint to be king. I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looking on the heart. So God sees our heart. He already know how he made you. He know how he made you. He know what's in there. And so a lot of times you go to church, you see church folk they dress in these fancy hats or nice suits or nice clothes, glory to God. But that heart is disgusting. That heart is nasty, hallelujah. So those are not the ones that God is going to choose to represent him in the earth. Absolutely not. He's not going to choose those ones. You can look all beautiful, or handsome as you want to. I mean, just look, but hey, God like this, I know I refused him. I refuse her because I already know who I have appointed and anointed for this position, glory to God. So we we need y'all, I'm telling y'all, don't get caught up on an outward look because hey, glory to God, because it's even some people that is in the world that are not of this fold. like they're not churchy, they don't know how the the, the protocol that we do in church, glory to God. But God see their heart because God already had chosen before the foundation of the earth. And so a lot of times they just don't the devil have them captive out in that world, but on tonight, on tonight, and on every night, God is calling them. Calling them to be his own. And so that's why we that are saints, that call ourselves saints, supposed to be out here shining a light. So when when they hear the voice of the Lord, they know where to go. Because some of them, like I said, they caught up in this worldly system of God world had blinded their eyes. But God has put something in them that he wants to do for his kingdom glory to God. So We cannot just look at how they look on the outside because God is calling the prostitutes to the church. God is calling the drug dealers to the church. God is calling the drug users to the church. Glory to God. God is calling the people out here that's having sex and know they ain't married to the church because a lot of them, they don't even know the truth. They don't understand the truth. They might kind of know that what they doing is wrong, but they don't know the fullness of it. Glory to God. They don't know that the devil have a plan for their life and god has a plan for their life and they need to come in and receive this great salvation glory to god and that is when we supposed to be as saints hallelujah out here shedding and shining not shedding we're gonna shine shine our light glory to god so they may see our good works And our Father may be glorified, which is in heaven, because it's time for people to come into the sheepfold. But I know I got a little bit off of David, but I'm telling you, we cannot be focused on just the outward. Because a lot of people that look, that look the part is going straight to hell because they never let God just deal with their heart. Cause you can look good all you want to, but if you self-righteous, if you have bitterness, envy, strife, hatred, you a gossiper. Oh God, glory to God! All of these things you will not enter the kingdom of God. Glory to God! You sow in discord among the brother instead of uplifting the brother. You provoking others glory to God, but you look like you saved. God said away with it all. Hallelujah. He wants some people to stand up for holiness, to stand up for righteousness. Glory to God that others might come on in. Hallelujah. So on tonight, please don't think that I'm saying that holiness don't have a look. I'm not saying that. But see, what I'm after is the heart. Oh, glory. Because if you get the heart right, if you get the heart right, the outside automatically going to change. You're going to be glowing. You, 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 God is going to convict that heart if you got on something you have no business wearing. And then you're going to grow in grace because you're going to start reading the word and saying, How do God want me to look? How do He want me to dress? And so that's why I'm dwelling on the heart. We got to get this heart right because I know one day I have to get my heart right. And when God changed my heart, See, the outside wasn't that hard to change. You see the inside was right. We doing holiness from the inside out, not from the outside in, glory to God. And so I'm going to go on, but this heart is, uh-uh. we got to have our heart right, glory to God. So these are the five points that I want to discuss. Um, David believed and trusted in the God he served. David believed and trusted in the God he served. David believed and trusted in the God he served. He was unashamed. And so if you want to scriptural back up on that, you can go to the story of David and Goliath, 1 Samuel 17. Y'all, and glory God. What really disturbs me about this, y'all. What really, really, really disturbs me about this. (laughs) But not disturb me, but encourage me. But it was like the story of David and Goliath, okay? So his brother again, David was tending to his sheep. His brothers was away to battle, his older brothers away to battle. All these brothers was scared, scared of Goliath. They did not want to fight Goliath. So anyway, David happened to come to give them some food or whatever, and hear them talking about this, and hear hear Goliath talking against the the children of Israel, he was like, "Uh uh-uh, like, who is this Philistine that he gonna defy, and defy, like, the armies of, I think he said armies of Israel, or the armies of God, who is this Philistine, so David was, like, speaking up, like, wait a minute, no, 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 you will not, like, defy, and his brother got jealous, like, and was saying things like, you know, against like what David was saying. These same brothers. See, that's how you know that God didn't choose them. They had a heart to be king. If we want to use street terminology, they was punks and they was cowards. They didn't have the heart to be a king. They might have was older. They was older than David, but these were some punks and cowards. They would not even, they was bigger than David and they wouldn't even stand up to the giant glory to God. So that's what I'm saying. Stop looking at people outward appearance. People talk about me all the time because I'm small. I'm small of stature, but I get out my seat, but I'm powerful in the Holy Ghost. And that's why I don't care what man say or do, because God is backing me up. God is within me. Greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. And so that's why David was like, who, who, what? Who is he that's going to defile the army of the armies of Israel in the name of Jesus? Oh, no. And so his brother anyway got jealous, and they wouldn't even, they wouldn't even fight the man. Because he was, you know, he was a giant, scared. But anyway, he went to Saul. Saul really didn't want him to fight because he was like, man, you small, you know, you younger, whatever. And he's like, no, I, I got this. I have this. I can do it. I can do this. And so we know with the story of David and Goliath, David took the stones. It only took one smooth stone to bring him down. He cut off his head. Look, a little shepherd. Hey, Goliath, my CEO, a little shepherd boy. So I'm telling you, you can be small and stature, but mighty in the Holy Ghost. He knocked that giant down that day because you don't defy the armies of the Lord. And that is how we need to be. If we're going to be a leader, if we're going to be a soldier of the Lord, no, God don't want no punks and cowards in his army. It's time to open your mouth up and stand for what is right. I don't care if everybody is against you. I don't care if your family is against you. I don't care if the people that you go to church with is against you. You stand up for holiness and for righteousness. I don't care what giant you are facing on today. We got to stand up. We got to stand up. Believe in the God that we're talking about. We might as well shut up. Ain't no sense in me testifying at church and I can't testify of his goodness out on his streets. I can't testify of his goodness on social media. But when I'm surrounded by people of different religions and different beliefs, I can't open my mouth up because most people are, do not agree we holiness the devil is a lie i'm going to stand for holiness cuz holiness is the truth god is holy so he told us to be holy he never said to shut our mouths up we are witnesses and witnesses open up their mouth witnesses witnessed by their life more so but we also open our mouth up because we are ambassadors for the lord glory to god and so this thing stirs me up because in this situation david couldn't have been a punk and sat there and said nothing. He didn't say he didn't sit there and say nothing, because see your belief in something is gonna pop you to open up your mouth when a devil is coming against God's children. Glory to God! When a devil is coming to get your home, you're gonna speak. Hallelujah! So I, I Lord, I gotta get off of it because. You got to believe. If you believe this thing, you're going to walk by faith and not by sight. Glory to God. So you have to believe and trust in this God that you serve. He wasn't scared of that giant. He stood up to the giant. Glory to God. And so I thank the Lord for this. I'm like, Lord, I thank you because I go through it. I have giants that I have to face a lot, but the power that is within me me, gives me what I need. To say or not to say, to do or what not to do, the Holy Ghost will lead you. I'm not telling you to go out here and fight nobody because see, we we our weapons are not carnal. Our weapons are spiritual. We can go down and pray. Glory to God. We can fast. Glory to God. We can read our Word to get direction and pray. Praying and reading your Word will give you direction and what to do and how to do. So I'm gonna go on, but glory to God. You got to believe and trust in the Lord. Hallelujah and show it because it is, it's time out us showing it in a church building, but nobody else out there know. When, when it's controversial issues that's coming against the church, glory to God, we have our mouths shut and we have our butt, you know, tucked in because we scared of the devil or, or we want to get along, go along and get along. No, no, no. God never said that. No, no, no. He never said that. We got to stand up for holiness and righteousness in these evil days. Number two, he depended on God. This is David, y'all. David depended on God for strength, protection, and provision. He relied on God. You can go to Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He relied on God. He depended on him, I shall not want. I have everything I need, another scripture, everything we need that pertain to life and Godliness is in God. And if you read the Psalms, a lot of the Psalms was, you know, by David, okay? So, but Psalms 23, read that whole thing. He, he relied on him for provision, for protection, for strength, because that's your shepherd. If you follow your shepherd, you will not want because God has everything we need. See, see this is reason that this man was a man after God on heart because that's all God wanted us to do. He wants us to trust him. He wants us to rely on him for everything. He don't want to put us to put our trust, like all of our trust in man or all of our trust in a job. He want us to put our trust in him. And so this is why this was a man after God's heart. You can't put your trust in yourself because yourself, other people and things will fail you. You got to put your trust in the Lord. T. this is why he was a man after God so hard. Uh, number three, he had a repentant spirit. Oh, my see, this is what happens a lot in the church. Because you do something and you don't want to repent for it. You want to keep working in no positions, usher, deacon, minister, whatever you whatever you have, you Sunday school teacher. You want to keep working in your position but you don't have no repentant spirit. You out here sinning like I don't know what, but you don't want to work you want to work in these positions in the church. No, God is saying, I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of this. These are dead sacrifices. I'm not receiving it. See, my thing was always, Lord, I don't want to be a phony and I do not want to be a fake because when I was serving the devil, I was serving the devil. I didn't want no position in church. But people these days, I promise you, they will come in the church and they will get in these positions and know they sleeping with somebody that is not their spouse. They know that they are doing these things. They know that are lying, stealing and cheating and cursing but will still hold these offices. Oppos- God, God, God is going to reckon with it. God going to judge it. So if you are here and you are you are not saved yet, don't look at these weak people. This is not what God wants in his church. God's church is holy. Don't look at the building. Look at God's church. And it's still some people that are standing up for holiness and righteousness. But I'm just going to go back. He had a repentant heart, which means, Lord, I recognize my wrong. Because the man, David, he slept with somebody that was not his Wife, he slept with another man's wife. Okay, and you be like, no, how did you say this man was a man? are he slept with somebody else, wife, y'all. But David came back in Psalms fifty-one and was like, Have mercy, my see. who he was like, Have mercy, like according to eleven kinds, according to the ten murders. Blot out my transgressions. He came to God, you know, see, he came to God in repentance. And I remember that's how I was. When I came back to the church, I had my three children. I'm like, Lord, against you and you only have I sinned. I was reading Psalms 51 over and over again. Against you and you only have I sinned. Lord, take Take these transgressions away from me, Lord. Take this dirty heart clean. Oh, Lord, create in me a clean heart, oh God. renew the right spirit within me. Glory to God. This is in Psalm 51. So y'all, we have to keep a repentant heart. That is why, this is why the man was a man after God's own heart. He kept a repentant spirit. Lord, I acknowledge what I've done. You know, I have not. And then people get mad about this. See, I don't want you to teach them. I want you to talk no more when you sin, but see, when God forgive you, you have been cleansed from all unrighteousness. And so the man was like, David said, now. I can teach transgressors your way and sinners will be converted unto you because they can see the change that have happened in my life. I'm not still walking in sin. I'm walking in the spirit, glory to God. So now I can teach treasure after I have repented of my sins. But when he seen that he was wretched down and he had did this great, he, he came to the Lord and said and acknowledged what he have done. You have to acknowledge that thing, that dirty sin, all the dirty sins that you may be doing. Acknowledge it and say, Lord, I don't want this to be a part of my life. Glory to God. I need you to cleanse me up, Lord Jesus. I need you to fix my heart, my mind, so I will not walk after the flesh and walk after I want to do that is contrary to what you want me to do. Lord, Change my, change my heart in my seat. Save me, Lord, if you ain't saved on the day. Save me, Lord. Fill me with your Holy Ghost. But I don't want this world anywhere. I don't want the devil to use me no more. I want you to use me, glory to God. We got to come with our hands up in surrenderance. You can't hold on to anything. And that's why David was a man after God's own heart, because he acknowledged what he had done. He repented of it. And now he wanted to tell others, like, how they can get out their mess. And that's what I'm doing on tonight, trying to help others. That's what I'm doing with Iron for Singles Ministry, trying to help others to come out of sin, that sinners may be converted to God. You don't have to stay the way that you are. Glory to God. Number four, he had a serving and a kind heart. He had a servant and a kind heart. As I mentioned earlier, he was a shepherd boy. He was a shepherd boy when Samuel had found him and anointed him. He was a shepherd boy. So that takes a lot. I never had to deal with sheep, but I heard that it takes a lot. So he was a serving person. And then um, after he was anointed, you know, all of this happened. He also served under Saul. He played the harp for Saul. So he served him in that capacity. Never getting a big head. I'm telling y'all, I got to research it. But I know for a fact, it was years. Years went by before Saul was anointed. I mean, excuse me, years went by before David actually got into the position as a king. He was anointed. To be king, but it was some years that went by before he actually was uh in that position as king. But throughout those years, he served under Saul. He played the harp for him. He was his armor bearer. Also, when Saul passed away, he died. He found then David found Saul's grandson, and he showed kindness to show kindness to him. See. The Lord already knew all of this stuff would be in his heart. That's why he didn't choose David's brothers, because that wasn't in his heart. You see, they was punks when it was time to defeat Goliath. Mm-mm. And then one of the brothers talked bad to David when he was trying to defeat Goliath. So, no, you, knew, you already knew that these men, that his brothers wasn't qualified for this. But anyway, they didn't have the guts. They didn't have the kindness to be a king. But David did. Okay. Now, that can be found in 2 Samuel 9. 1 Samuel 16 11 and 22. Five, and the last point is he did what God called him to do. Acts 13 and 22. I'm going to read that really quick. And when he had removed him, that saw, he raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. Hey, they say, that's what glory, that is what God is looking for all today. Men and women that will do his will. It don't matter what you think. It don't matter what you feel. But he is raising up men and women that will do his will. And when we do that, then we are women. We are women after God's own heart. Glory to God. We are women and men after God's own heart. So I pray, you know, that we really would take this to heart because these are the five things again. David believed and trusted in the God he served. He was unashamed. Number two, he depended on God for strength, protection, and provision. He relied on God. Number three, he had a repentant heart. Number four, he had a serving and kind heart. Number five, he did what God told him to do. In the face of adversity, in the face of everything, we must do what God told us to do. So I pray that this podcast has been... a sorry you all it cut off but as i was saying i pray that this podcast be a blessing to someone that someone is uplifted and if you have not been born again of the water and of the spirit now is the time glory to god in order to be born again of the water and of the spirit you must repent and be baptized in the name of jesus christ and receive the gift of the holy ghost if you would like to reference that in scripture Turn to John 3 and also Acts 238. If you would like to contact me, want to know how, what you need to do to be saved, or you need encouragement or advice or prayer, please reach out to me on this on the voicemail on here, or you can message me on Facebook or Instagram. On Facebook, you can reach me at Takia Wiley, T-I-K-I-A. Last name W I L E Y, or you can reach me on Instagram, Holy Lady T. H O L Y L A D Y T. I also have started a YouTube page, I Am Worth It Singles Ministry. I Am Worth It Singles Ministry. Well, I pray everyone have a blessed night. Please, please keep your mind on things eternal. Jesus is soon to come back. Make sure your soul is right and keep walking in holiness. Well, have a a blessed night. Peace out.